this week. Certainly good. the best safe, certainly the best safe work video I've seen this mm. week. Yeah, it was good. Um, go on. Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, should we do a cold opening for this podcast then? Yeah. What are you going to get out of the fridge? Good to be back. Ni hao, and welcome to <laughs> Fruck Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. My name is Nathan Peterson, and tonight we're going to be talking about number 25, Chinese Takeaway. But before we get there, it's been a while that we've been all on together, so let me introduce my OG buddies with the absolute worst puns you'll ever hear. Listeners love this guy. He's the real MVP of this pos- podcast, Shejuan Review. If you want to know how many things I love about Stuart, I can Cantonese figures the number, says another. I hope he satays in my life forever. It's Stuart Bullock. <laughs> God, that was hard to keep up with. That was very yeah. uh, shaky yeah. puns there. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I, I, I recognise that they're shaky puns, and that's that's why I've kept them in. How are you, Stuart? I'm good. I'm good. I'm alive. Because uh, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back uh, and have you on the podcast with me. It was very difficult in your absence. Um, uh, as it was last week, or oh, sorry, two weeks ago for myself without you. It's it's with a stabilising duo on this yeah. podcast, and when one goes, we're open to um, tomfoolery. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like, just like to point out that, that I really enjoyed the Quivy special. Um, thought oh, you all you. did a fantastic job. It's just a shame that someone had to ruin it all by turning the last ten minutes into a great big, um, naya, you know, narcissistic, egomaniac temper tantrum like a toddler. Oh, don't be silly. He did the best job he could right in the last round. Oh, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I have actually received uh, some some negative feedback for the last round on uh, I think it was on one of the videos suggesting it was a load of old tosh, <laughs> but um, he can go fuck himself. No I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so nice to have you. I was, just, I was just looking actually. Last time we were all on together, the three of us was the fourth of July. So it's literally been like nearly two it months. It was the fourth of July. You and I were. You and I were. We were fireworks. Fucking hell, I just, I just butchered that song so badly. What was that song? What <laughs> is know. that song? Uh, I, I think it's called 4th of July by uh, Fallout Boy. Oh, I, right. I butchered it badly. Mm. Like, Good. Considering how many times I've listened to it. Mm. Next up is someone that can be a bit of a duck from time to time, but he's the chow main guy around here. In the last few shows, he's really been at his best, and it's great to see him peaking at last. He'll always leave you want on more. It's Michael Jameson. Hey, he's the the frucky most you want to sucky most. <laughs> oh, oh. That's, that's, I, I don't know where you're going with that because a sucky isn't a thing. <laughs> I, I think I think you're linking into sake, yeah, which sake, is a ja- which is a which is a Japanese drink, I believe. Mm, no, Chinese. <laughs> no, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> not not all the same, Michael. 
<laughs> I didn't say your words, not mine. Uh, small anecdote, today uh, myself and my son were, were going out for lunch and we got to, there's an amazing Korean restaurant in Manchester and right next door to it is a Subway. And I wanted to go to the Korean restaurant and Theo wanted to go to Subway and his reasoning was, well, we had Chinese on Sunday. Like, <laughs> trying to explain to a seven-year-old, it's not all the same, mate. Oh, well, dear. we'll find out later if that's true or not. Um, Michael, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good man. I'm, I can't complain. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Did you listen back to the last show? Did you find any... Did you, you, you said you were going to work out whether you officially won or not, or whether there was any other bullshit that went down? Yeah, yeah, I won. Yeah, I won. There was plenty of bullshit. I won. Okay. I mean, you didn't, but... Okay. okay. Well, okay. I, know, I know I won in my heart of hearts, so that's all that matters, I guess. No, well, but not officially. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with unofficially having won. Good. Um, before we get into our subject, which, as the listeners will know, is Chinese, from A, clicking the link, and B, my earlier uh, puns, uh, should we do a bit of news... We don't mm. often do it nowadays. So let's do a little bit of newsy woozy. I, I, I was literally about to do it as well. It's funny because we've never done that before. We've always just added it in. But I was about to do that then as well. Do you want to do it, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> um, do either of you have any news? Got a small bit. It's not. It's not news. Well, it is news because it was in a newspaper. There's been um, an article in the Sun today about craft beer, with the clickbait headline of um, twenty-two pound fifty-four a pint, um, and what they basically did was they found a they found a pub that was selling um, a pint of Alesmith. Well, uh, Alesmith Speedway Stout, which is a, a hefty, strong, double figures ABV stout, and the the pint price would be twenty two pound fifty. But you you don't buy those drinks by the pint; you buy them by the third. Uh, and then what the Sun did was they went um, and found people who would never drink hipster beer, as they were calling it, and made them try various what they thought were overpriced beers. And uh, predictably, none of the people who don't like that uh, liked it. And gave it horrific ratings, and it's all kicked off in the craft beer community today, wow. based on this appalling article. Yeah, um, I mean, I'd just like to point this out: if you are a Sun reader, get out of my podcast. Mm. Go <laughs> die, yeah, in fact. die. Well, in fact, fair. yeah. Um, okay. Well, have you got notes to do the rest of the show then, Stuart? Because oh, I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> You know they don't page print. Three, they it? don't print page three anymore, don't you, Nate? Uh, they do print. They do do page three. Otherwise, it'd be a bit weird if we went from two to four. But <laughs> some sort of spatial disruption there. But yeah, fair enough. Uh, um, no, not. Then they just. Uh, they just got. Uh, they don't get their boobs out now, do they? There's. Uh, there's a still not. <laughs> there's, there's a fully. No, there's a fully clothed woman on there, isn't there? I believe I, 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 it's been a while since I've picked up a son, so I have no idea. Uh, but I do believe that, that, that originally the plan was that they were just going to keep their kit on, but they would still print a woman and objectify her with her clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. Uh, I always preferred the male. 
I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, I've always preferred the females. Oh, hey. um, <laughs> Michael, any any news on your on your front or your back? Um, this will appeal to students. Uh, popular <laughs> Alco Pop producers VK are releasing a v- VK party pack. I believe you get twenty four bottles of alcoholic soft drink. Uh, and to appeal to this sort of uh, studenty nature, because I believe it's called a freshers pack, uh, you get a, a VK branded power bank for when you need to charge your phone on the go, but also <laughs> get a little bit drunk. <laughs> wow, that's that's wanky. Yeah, but to be fair, do need one, so maybe I should just. Buy a twenty-four pack of yeah, my favourite. way of getting one is... Yeah, my my favourite drink as well, VK. Favourite. <laughs> uh, the the blue one. Oh. Some sometimes the red one. I, 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 I just realised the, the frock show will go up on Saturday, and that's got some VK news in it as well. I don't even know what VK is. It's WKD, but for yeah. poorer, but for even poorer people. I knock off WKD. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it vo- did it used to be called Vodcat or something? Is that uh, possibly? I know there was yeah, a thing I... called vod- Vodcat. Hadn't I made the connection that that might be the same thing. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's actually on on that on that front? Something that popped into my head recently. Whatever happened to Bacardi Breezers? Oh, they mate, a, they were a big thing. They just disappeared off the mm. shelves, didn't they? They've, they've gone. Oh, one hundred percent. In fact, interestingly, with this VK news in the Frux show, I, I also mentioned Bacardi Breezers. You're right; they oh. disappeared, and they were. But I think they were the original one. I remember smashing them down. No, there was Bacardi Breezers coming. I went down a bit of an Alco Pop wormhole the other day on the um, interwebs, looking at because um, Alco Pops came out when I was about fifteen, sixteen. Was when Hooch and Two Dogs uh, yeah, they were... came out. Yeah, and I, um, um, I think that. Around ninety seven, no ninety three, ninety four, uh, oh. and then when I was at university, so I went to uni in ninety six. There were things like uh, I used to drink something called Wild Brew, which was go a Guarana Alcapop, which was pretty amazing. And there was a, a pre mixed Smirnoff Mule, Smirnoff and Ginger, yep. which was epic. And Mets, I used to smash a Mets. lot of Mets in my teenage years. Mets great was great the... ad campaign, um, the Judder Man. It was a, a kind of precursor to Smirnoff Ice, but not a sweet. Was, was that the Mets one? That wasn't the, that wasn't the Smirnoff Mule. Was that the Mets? Smirnoff Mule was the gingery one in the copper bottle. Mets was no, the, the yeah Judder Man. The advert. No, the Judder Man. It was Mets. Yeah, oh, Mets. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say two dog and uh, two dog and hooch were definitely the ones I remember. Yeah. I don't know if they were the absolute originals, but they're certainly the first that I remember in like ninety five, ninety six, yeah, something yeah, like that. Like ca- cast away before that, didn't you? And like twenty twenty, but yeah, twenty twenty. Strawberry and kiwi represent, but like prior to that, like it was that, that, the two dog and hooch were the first kind of big Alka pop explosion. Mm. 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 The other one that's disappeared that was everywhere for a while was uh, Red Square. I used to quite quite. Not not hate that. 
Well, that's a ringing endorsement. I used to quite not hate that. Red Square, actually, Red Square branded vodka wasn't appalling either. Um, and it was really kind of budget priced. I went through, a, I had a summer of drinking quite a lot of Red Square vodka back um, back in the early noughties. Yeah, good times. Mm. Do you What's think that Alco Pops are a bit like the heads of Hydra? You kill one, like Red Square, and then two more pop up in its place. Like yeah, but, but cheap, and WKD. Like cheaper ones like knockoff versions yeah. like you get rid of get... one nice one you get two really horrible dirty blue <laughs> ones yeah because at the end of the day that's what happened wasn't it I mean WKD is essentially a cheaper Bacardi Breezer or, or certainly yeah. a sort of cheaper in nature and then VK is yeah worse than that what's, what's going to be worse than fucking VK A there's WKD, no WKD, VK, and then just A, and then there's not even they don't assign a letter or a number; they just call it <laughs> a gesture, like Prince yeah. when he changes his name to a symbol. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I haven't got any out and out news. This is actually I've actually been titled this as olds because it actually is something that goes back to 2013. But it's something that I wasn't aware of, and it was something that came up while I was doing my research for. Quivia, which is you know, podcast remains as relevant as ever. Then, well, it's still a fairly futuristic concept. Did you guys know that a company called where's it called B Hex? I think it is. Yeah, B Hex have developed a three D printed pizza. What? No. Uh, Yeah. So basically, they were tasked by the uh, by NASA to find a way to make. Uh, basically food that isn't freeze-dried for the astronauts when they go to Mars because they obviously want to give them as much of a morale boost as possible. So they've come up with this, I don't think this is the official term, but the best way to describe it is a 3D printer and they have apparently been able to 3D print a pizza. Um, The first manned Mars trip isn't planned until at least 2030. Um, So it's unlikely that we'll be, you know, well, between now and then, we've got 12 years. And apparently, there's a very good chance that we as the public will be able to try this before astronauts get the chance to when they go up to Mars. Uh, allegedly, I was reading an article which suggested that as early as 2017, this would be available in sporting events and concerts and things like that. And you literally, it literally is, it's, it's, it's essentially a, a 3D printer where the, as the one article called it, the ink was, was food. <laughs> so it's a Star Trek replicator? Yes, Basically, and you can apparently you can even choose nerds. like the, sh- the shape of your pizza and stuff like that. Sorry, he's just called as nerds. What S- says the oh, man in a Zelda sorry. t-shirt? <laughs> 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 Jolly, but yeah, uh, is that I? I mean, I'm almost desperate to try that because I want to know how bad that must be. I can't imagine that's going to be like the tastiest thing in the world. No, but similarly, I can't... I imagine it would... I mean, it's pizza. How mm. wrong can you go with pizza? Even like I a, mean, a... Like, you know those cheap, like, five for a pound, five-inch frozen pizzas that that you, you get for kids in the 1980s? Like, mm. even they are edible. I think the um, I think the other thing I read as well was that apparently the time that it would take to print one would be about half the approximate time that the average um, 
pizzeria chef would be able to knock one together. What? So, it, so it was even suggesting that going down the going to the future, whereby that they are able to make the flavors in line with a good pizza, potentially it could threaten the um, threaten the careers of some pizza men. Crazy. It, it is crazy. Have. Yeah. So that was olds. And the other thing, only other thing to bring up is uh, quote British Bake Off started last <laughs> night. Don't don't it bring it. It did. Up. <laughs> yeah, the Food Review UK team have got a little sort of uh, almost like fantasy Game. football, fantasy bake ball, if you will, uh, going. And I think uh, Stuart's not fared too well. I believe the joint uh, winners at the moment are Gossy and MJ. You, now you haven't seen it yet, have you, MJ? I've not. I've not, I've not seen it, but I do know. Uh, I do know who left. Okay, we will. We won't spoil it because this obviously comes out on Thursday, and uh, people may not have watched the episode by then. But uh, like yeah, me. so huh? Like me, I might exactly. Not. I'm exactly. gonna try to watch it tomorrow though. Um, but yeah, we've just literally before the show started, before we knew anything about the contestants other than their, their photos, uh, the regular hosts of Food Review UK got together and basically predicted the order of elimination. Um, so we will keep you updated with how that goes. Currently, MJ and Gossie are joint leaders. Stuart and Richard Milford are not. No. Got a lot of ground to carry, uh, catch up with. Uh, and, and, and there's no feasible way for me to catch it up, as I mentioned to you in well, a WhatsApp message earlier today. So, uh, Not necessarily. I don't think that's technically true. No, you, I think it's, it's possible. It's a, you, your it's game, not impossible. Your it's game not impossible. is a joke, Nathan. You've ruined, you've don't ruined you start. <laughs> don't you start. I had this fucking two weeks ago. Well. Like earlier or later, all over again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so that's all I've got. Uh, are you guys ready for a bit of Quivia? Always. Sorry? Always. <laughs> oh, okay. It is indeed a portmanteau of those two aforementioned words, quivia. Uh, everybody loves a bit of quivia, unless you're that one guy or more that criticised two weeks ago. Anyway, quivia. I've got some uh, some facts about the world of Chinese takeaways. Are you guys ready? Yes, always. Okay. <laughs> 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 because that's what you said before. In, in what year was the first ever recorded Chinese takeaway opened in the UK? I'm going to start with Michael so he doesn't think there's any shenanigans. <laughs> I immediately think there is shenanigans because you're asking me about years. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was the first ever recorded Chinese takeaway? Sorry, what year was the first ever recorded Chinese takeaway opened in the UK? Earlier or later than Wagamama's is. <laughs> um, uh, we didn't get on with the Chinese uh, during World War Two, did we? Uh, that was the Japanese. What? what Whose side were the Chinese on? Were they against the Japanese? I'm not sure. I think they were. I think they were neutral. Yeah, didn't really get involved because. Um, okay. 
famously uh, invented the, the sucky drink. This... <laughs> oh yeah, okay, well done. Um, it, it's hard to know, isn't it? Because like, when did like when when did when would when did restaurants become an obvious thing? I guess mm-hmm. I've got restaurants have to have like nineteen twenties. I guess like they were they were prominent. I don't know. Met like eighteen eight. I don't know if I'm being stupid. 1883? Okay, so MJ is for 1883. That is Stuart's very... Up. He's very close. He, like, worryingly close. It was 1884. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolute. Just, just pricks. I'm just surrounded by people who are just trying to screw me out of winning games. Um... The answer was it was not 1883. Um, it was 1908, <laughs> which Stuart is closer to with his well-educated guess. Thank you. It was a restaurant in Piccadilly Circus, although apparently it wasn't until the 1950s when we started to see the Chinese cuisine that we would associate a Chinese takeaway with today. Uh, question number two according to a survey of over 2,000 people from an unnamed company but it was listed on Statista website what percentage of the UK public said that Chinese was their favourite takeaway oh 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 MJ I'm going to ask you would you like to go first or second well obviously second no I'll go first again I'm happy to go first okay <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Nathan? <laughs> what did what did you say, Nathan? Uh, do you want the whole question or just the the, the the crux of it? No, no. Sorry, are you accepting that I'm that I want to go first now? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I just changed my mind. But you're okay with that? In this <laughs> because on the last quivia, when I changed my mind, you wouldn't let me. Shots fired. Just but saying. Be- have some. If you're going to fuck me over, have some consistency about it, yeah? Um, 33%. Oh, you absolute jeb. 32.999 recurring percent. <laughs> uh, the answer is 30. Ooh. If it's, do you know what? If I'd have gone first, I'd have said twenty-seven percent. That's what I was going to go for. We would have, we would have completely split the difference there, Michael Jamieson. Five percent. But, uh, you, went, but, you, but you went second, so instead of having the uh, I don't know what you'd call it, like pride to stick with your original answer, you'd rather fuck someone. Um, do you know what? You know, you're either born a winner, or you're born you. You know. So, sorry, you've, you've missed that it was 35%. What? You said 30%. No, no, I said 30. And then I left oh. the pause. <laughs> and then I said the 5%. You, you. idiot. Oh. <laughs> I was 2% off then. I'm pretty fucking happy with that. So that's one to MJ. Indian came in second, uh, 24%. Any guesses on what came in third? Fish and chips. Um, fish and chips, yeah. Fish and chips, you better say that. Uh, pizza, 13%. Um, actually, sorry, hang on, hang on one second. Uh, when was this survey carried out? 
this was I don't know the exact date, but I believe it was during 2017. Oh, amazing! So, shall we have a look at the official Food Review UK ones? If you wish to, I mean, I don't give a toss. But <laughs> well, it'd be interesting if it uh, lines up. It certainly. When I looked the other day, it certainly didn't on the Indian because that was in second on this survey, whereas there it was like fourth or fifth. Really. Mm. Great. So, favourite takeaway uh, in our survey brilliant what a shit website uh, in our survey Chinese is 24.6% mm. uh, pizza is 29.3% and Indian is uh, 12.5% so there you go fascinating Different, different, different polls for different needs. Different during uh, during 2017, what was the approximate average spend per person on Chinese takeaway in the UK? In a whole wow. year. In a whole year. Now, I, sh- I should qualify it. Yeah, it, no, it's per it's per person per per order. So oh, it's not right. the total oh. across the year right. Oh, right. or anything so, like. That. Okay, so it's the so average. How much would you? Yeah, how much would you average like when you're ordering a Chinese? What would you average spend per person? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. Uh, Michael, I'll ask you again. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second, please. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Right, uh, Stuart. Okay, so let's go for about about six quid for a main, about four or five for. I'm going to go fourteen pounds sixty three. Fourteen pounds sixty three. And Michael, I'm. Um, I think that's actually extortionately too high. Um, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna do the little trick, the the 1462. It's, trick. Not, it's not a trick, knowledge, is it? <laughs> uh, no, obviously I will. I'll say 14 pounds 62. Um, but my my what I actually think it will be is 10 pounds 17. Interesting. Uh, the exact amount is nine pounds and eighty-six pence. Uh, the average on some dirty Chinese takeaways. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, the average on all takeaways is nine point seven five. So it's just uh, it's just above that. The it's seventh on the list of cuisines overall. The most expensive per head is apparently Mexican at eleven pound ninety. Oh, wow. Uh, and go on. I, I was going to say I don't know where I don't know where Stuart's going. Six pound for a main. That's that seems high. Really? Mm. Yeah. I would have thought that it would be cheaper up your way. Obviously not. Um, bottom of the list was in speech marks English, and I don't know what that means because it's not fish and chips because that's already on there separately. So I don't know what English takeaway would be. Of England, I think. Well, well yeah. Anyway, uh, that was seven pound thirty-eight a head. Mm. Wow. Whatever that may be. Right, number four in meters. How long is the world's longest noodle? MJ, would you like to go first or second? Why? Why would that make a difference? <laughs> what, how, what do? Did you say meet? What's people who greet people? I don't understand what relevance. Is, okay. I didn't even know that was a profession. Okay, Stuart, go second. <laughs> so, in metres, what's the noodle? In metres, what's the noodle? In metres. 
in meters. If you want to do, if you'd prefer to do feet, we can do feet. But uh, uh, yeah, what, probably. What's the longest? So, sorry, what, what, what were the longest feet in meters? <laughs> yeah, what the, the longest? longest <laughs> is this what's, what's the world record for the longest noodle? Is that basically what you're asking? Yeah, yes, Google. <laughs> Hello, Google. All right, John Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, that's me. Um, <laughs> no sorry what's the question I heard noodles Fuck me. about length in metres how long is the world's longest noodle how big's your noodle oh Michael? easy easy uh, <laughs> uh, 35 metres 35 metres Stuart 36 metres 36 metres interesting it's indeed 3,084 metres. <laughs> so neither of you were particularly close. Uh, that's, that, that works out roughly 10,119 feet or approximately 88,114 standard paperclips laid end-to-end. Achieved by the Jiangnang Food Co. in Nanyang, China, on the 28th of October 2017. don't know if I said either of those words correctly. I like these quivias when they're mainly number-based. They're good fun, aren't they? Yep. <laughs> not, not sure. Like, but, no. That sh- could have been... That could have been what... Which food item... Which Chinese food item is 3,000 metres long? And then there's none of this. Well, I, well, it's I, not going to be like, a piece of rice, is it? Well, I like it to be, you know... Something that at least somebody can get a point of rather than having five questions with no fucking score. Question five. Ooh. During during 2017, Panda Express, the popular air quotes Chinese air quotes restaurant, opened its 2,000th store in New York City. Yeah. But on but on what date? Um. Some questions. Uh, whose choice was it to add the air quotes in there? Uh, that was mine. Were you just being pretentious? Yes. Okay. Fine. Um. Go for it, Stuart. Oh, sorry, what what year was this? Uh, 2017. They uh, uh, released their... Uh, on, but on what date in 2017? Uh, February the 17th. February the 18th. These are good, these number-based ones, aren't they? <laughs> uh, MJ gets the point there. Stuart wins for not being petulant. I don't know what the scores were. I couldn't be bothered to add them up. So, sorry, well done, Stuart. sorry. You're kidding me. That well, I just... uh, Stuart. I mean, Stuart just played the game, didn't he? Pla- Stuart just sat down. He just answered the questions. He got on with life. Didn't Google he didn't anything. Didn't sit there. Didn't didn't criticise. Didn't repeat the question fourteen times. Didn't joke about meters. And uh, yeah, so well done, Stuart. That was all, but that was all last question. Mm, Penalise well, me then. I penalise you for the whole lot. Yeah. Uh, no, in, 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 in all honesty, uh, the winner is. Let me just tally up here. Um, so MJ three. Stuart Stuart got that one right. Uh, MJ got that one right. Uh, MJ got that one right. Stuart got that one right. Correct. And MJ, MJ got, got that, that one, one right. right. But the sixth question and the real quiz is which of you wasn't a dick for two points it was Stuart well done Stuart Whee! thank you thank you, thank you. Of I've uh, 
I've, I've thrown a kettle over a pub. What have you ever done, Michael? And that's the quiz. Uh, no, I didn't have any. Didn't have. Sorry, I didn't have a relevant office quote or comeback for that. I'm afraid. Uh, well done for MJ for getting the most points. Well done for Stuart for being the winner. Thank you. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> You're listening to Fruck Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. This is MJ, and if you donate to us on Patreon, I will stop doing this stupid voice. Popular, uh, as we've seen with votes, sometimes the highest number doesn't always generate the correct result <laughs> whether it's number 8 crispy seaweed 22 two small ducks or 69 fish and pork we all love a cheeky Chinese <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> you dirty bastard <laughs> Sex. Sex I was really. thinking about two small ducks and then it didn't even hit me what you'd said until afterwards. I'm, I'm glad you picked up on it. Cause, you know, um, uh, we all love a cheeky Chinese, or do we? Let's find out together. So, guys, what is your thoughts on Chinese as a whole? Is it, is it something that you love, hate, disdain? Is it middle of the road? Where, where would you sort of rank it uh, on your list of takeaways? Mm. Stuart? I'll be honest, it's, it's reasonably near the bottom. I, I prefer Thai food to Chinese, big time. It's definitely below Indian, below fish and chips. Sometimes I fancy a kind of tandoori kebab style takeaway. Rarely get a pizza or burger takeaway, um, but I still generally prefer them to Chinese. But weirdly, I get Chinese takeaway more than I get a pizza or burger. Um, but I have there are bits of Chinese I love and there are there are things I have serious reservations about. Okay. Uh Michael, this was actually your suggestion to do this uh subject for this episode. So one assumes that you're a lover. Would that be correct? Are you a lover of uh, the Chinese food? Fairly indifferent towards it. I don't really have a strong opinion one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I like it. I like it quite a lot. So, yeah, it's definitely it's towards the top for me, actually, rather than towards the bottom. What What would be ahead of it in your in your list? Uh, Indian, probably. I, I guess similarly to Stuart, and I wonder it, it may well be for a similar reason. Um, Indian is probably ahead of it, uh, and I probably uh, probably I probably get Chinese as frequently as we get pizza just about so those are the probably the top two in terms of frequency um i'd say the the reason that we don't get indian quite as much is because it tends to be the more expensive one interesting interesting i don't know that, that would be a very interesting um thing to discuss ge- geographically wise Nate, you and i are in roughly the same location uh, mm. albeit you're a little bit closer to london Mm. Um, Stuart, you're obviously beyond the wall. Um, so, what are the what are the prices like? Is Chinese one of the cheaper ones? Because I'd say in Aylesbury, Chinese is certainly one of the cheaper ones. Um, I think Ch- it's it, it, to get a big Chinese feast, it works out reasonably affordable. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to do a similar thing with another another takeaway, it, w- it wouldn't be as affordable. Um, yeah. you, c- you can go absolutely crazy for 30 quid. 
Yes, that's mm. right. Yeah. I um yeah, I, I can't I, I don't really pay enough attention to individual prices of dishes, but I would think if Laura and I were to order a Chinese takeaway and an Indian takeaway, they'd be approximately the same sort of price, but I reckon I would get a lot more food out of it from the Chinese. So yeah, like so so like value for money in terms of like certainly in terms of uh quantity i think the chinese you do get more but yeah i'd be expecting anywhere from yeah 25 27 would be sort of an average spend on either of those to be honest Mm -hmm. claire and Um, i 20 about 22 for chinese and certainly 30 for indian just an idea Um, i'd I'd, I'd love to know what's in your in your indian order to get to 30 quid i don't think we've ever gone that high just really Mm. Uh, it would be so. Claire has biryani. No, save it for the save it save it for the Indian. <laughs> this is not the Indian. We got episode. Indian coming on. And uh, what about you, Nate? Do you like Chinese? Oh, uh, oh, good question. No, um, no, I don't. I don't, I, I don't mind it actually. And and I will say that my um, my feelings towards it have certainly uh, warmed over the last few years. Uh, it definitely would have been absolute bottom of my list. <clears throat> a few years ago and now it's wow. it's in all honesty it probably still is bottom but it's a lot closer I, I just i don't know it just doesn't necessarily satisfy me as much as others um ah. but uh yeah it's it's there's very few other things i mean in terms of free i mean if we're talking about frequency uh we definitely get it more often than say a pizza we rarely get a pizza to be honest mm-hmm. why is that if it's a bomb for you though I find, uh, yeah. So I mean, in all honesty, maybe, maybe pizza is bottom then because I, 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 at its best, I prefer pizza to Chinese. But unfortunately, I think pizza just sometimes doesn't live up to what I want it to be. Whereas Chinese lives up to expectations every time, and my expectations are relatively low. So, oh, uh, but it's fine. I, I, I am definitely enjoying it more now, and I'm definitely trying newer dishes and. And uh, it's 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 fine. I just don't love it. <laughs> it's in, in Indian is like I, I always think you sort of fall into the camp of being either an Indian or Chinese lover, one of the two. And Indian is far and away more my preference. Cool. Good conversation stopper. <laughs> unlike unlike the binge group where I'm a conversation starter, this is a conversation stopper. So that said are you guys more into uh starters or mains i see here's the thing right i bloody love a lot of chinese starters there are Mm. there are things from the from the starter portion of a chinese menu that are up there amongst my favorite foods okay i'm talking about ribs i mean i'm talking i'm talking the king in there there's a king Sorry, sorry for talking while you were interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a king. We're, we're all of you. Everyone in the world has the same favourite thing from the starter menu. It's fact. You're going to talk. You're going to mention Peking duck, aren't you? Oh, fuck! Uh, <laughs> forgot that. Oh, uh, which is in, which is interesting, actually. I mean, just pause the conversation for a second. Would you consider duck um, starters? It's a funny one, isn't it? In a Chinese restaurant, duck duck's kind of its its own course. Like so it's yeah. above the starter, y- doesn't it? Yeah, you have your starters, and then they bring out the duck. Um, mm. But in terms of a Chinese restaurant, I think if I was getting Chinese, I would be probably getting duck as a starter. But you know, things like ribs, um, I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. Uh, I used to eat a lot of. There was a, a 
when I was doing my teacher training, there was a Chinese takeaway that did honey ribs. I used to get a lot of those, mm. um, and, and even barbecue ribs. But for me, the salt and pepper rib is the king. Um, jet, various salt and pepper things. Um, crispy seaweed, number eight. It's one of the most unhealthy things on the planet, despite it being green. It's delicious. Prawn toast, when they're done right, when they're not greasy, great. Peking duck. But for me, the um, the king of the Chinese starter is the salt and pepper chicken go. wing. Oh, interesting. It's um, interesting. beautiful. I'm not I'm not a massive fan of chicken wings as a whole. Ooh. So I'm not sure whether I've ever even had them because I, there's there's just other things I would rather order or load my plate up with. Um I will take that you take your recommendation. Uh MJ, what is the king that you were referring to then? Uh chicken satay skewers. Mm, Interesting. I would argue that they're not not really Chinese. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes they're considered Thai, right? Or um, Malaysian. Malaysian, yeah. Or generally, yeah, kind of islandy, Southeast Asian my, islandy. My retort would only be uh, find me a Chinese takeaway that doesn't do them. <laughs> my only retort, my only retort to that is find me a Chinese takeaway that doesn't do an omelette. Oh God! Oh, too young. And that's. And that's not what I would consider Chinese food. So, um, um, but yeah, MJ, would you would, if you had to pick, would it be starter or main? Like if you if you're having to just throw away the other, which one would you rather keep? Uh, no, 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 no. For me, Chinese is an orchestra. No, uh, you need that's not the, the strings. That's not the question. You that's need the, the bass. You need the conductor, Stop. who is the Stop delivery man. Stop avoiding the question mind. and answer the question. Also, bass, that. bass isn't one of the families of orchestral instruments either. You don't start with strings and then move on to bass. So, how would you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, no, that's I sort of I'd not pretty much refuse to answer that. It genuinely is, you know, it is fine starters if you're going to push me. <laughs> um, yeah, no start, starters as long as I'm encompassing duck in that because. Um, one one of the great experiences in my life <laughs> is going to uh, we can eat Chinese restaurants um, and just piling it with duck, just making them shut places. shut down because they've run out of duck. <laughs> um, just on yeah. that on that point before you answer, Nate, there's one of the reasons that I like starters more than I like duck. It's more than I like mains. Sorry, <laughs> is I have a I have a slight issue with Chinese takeaway mains. And it's around the concept of mystery meat slash rat meat. Mm. <laughs> wow! I mean, <laughs> we go going there so early in the I, podcast. I, we've all read. I, it's just I read. You know, you read something, and it's always there in the back of your mind. Like you get a Chinese takeaway, and you're eating it, and you're like, "I'm not. I'm not sure this. I mean, it, it said it's chicken. It's this is. I'm. This is a bit different to chicken that I'm." This is this is rat. This is I'm eating rat. Like, I mean, I think most most people have got like a little obsessive compulsive part of the brain where you you go to you go to that kind of the worst possible scenario. You imagine the worst, and it's really easy for me when I'm eating a slightly dubious, poor quality Chinese takeaway to to just immediately go there and then you. You don't enjoy it, uh, and I don't get that with starters. Despite the fact that no. I found an I found an article on the internet today where a woman had uh, ribs 
and complained that they were dog's paws. Because um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to pose. I want to pose a difficult question. Is it, is it maths or? What, uh, no. What is the what is the problem if it is rat meat? I uh, misadvertising. Yeah, rat's cheap. Duck is expensive. I can't, brilliant, well done. I can walk into Manchester at three o'clock in the morning and I can see rats just running around behind bus stops. I can catch one of them and barbecue it. It costs me very little other than the price of gas, which is negligible. You know, I've had the same, I've had the same gas canister for my barbecue since last summer. Um, Whereas a duck, you know, you've got, I mean, I'm not a bad swimmer, but I'm not sure I'm a strong enough swimmer to catch a duck. And then you've got you've got to, you've got to wring its neck. You've got to pluck the feathers. You've got to get out of the pond without the you know the kids seeing you. We were just trying to feed them. Um, it's, it's it's not as simple. But so are you cooking the rat with its fur on? Yeah, yeah. Burns it, burns, the rat with its fur. Burns it off, doesn't it? Burns it off. All right. Yeah. Sticks straight up his ass. Um, <laughs> what? Well, my, just, my ass you know, on the rat's ass. What? Either, either. I don't want to judge you on your your uh, proclivities. Um, but I love the idea that the the problem here is the cost. Is that if there's like if you're at a buffet and there's a tray of of duck for X, and there's the next one that says rat meat, uh, peaking rat wraps, and you're like, well, it's been a bit of a tight month. I mean, I will probably have the rat wrap this time around. It tastes the same, really. Um, I, I, it, it's just the choice. It's just, if I'm eating rat meat, I'd rather know that I'm eating rat meat. I'd rather make that conscious decision rather than being forced upon. Do you know what? Right, I, I, I was I was reading a bit of stuff. I was binging a bit, binging around on the internet today, and um, I found there are there are restaurants in China that advertise rat meat, but as a as a menu item, but will say that these are rats that have have been caught in the forest. These are like wild, clean rats. These are not sewer rats. And I'm not squeamish about about different meats. I've tried lots and lots of different things. Conceivably, when in Shanghai, do as the Shanghaians. I don't. Well, I, I can I can I can conceive there would be a situation where I would. By choice, eat a, a meat that might be considered rat. <laughs> rat, but you know, but I, I, I don't know. I don't even with with rat. I think it's. I mean, I've eaten pigeon. That's a rat with wings in it. I, I, I generally thought that story was going to go that you see restaurants in in in, in these Asian countries. Advertising rat dishes, but instead they use pheasant because it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, correct. I thought I was gonna. <laughs> it was gonna be a nice flip little one eighty on the old uh, concept of. Uh, I did read. A, I but, did. Re- I did read about a beef in black bean sauce dish that had no beef in, and the meat was um, chicken blood and chicken matter. Oh wow! Wow. Chicken matter, chicken matter, <laughs> and, and considering what what sort of state the beef comes in in terms of shape and everything, yeah. chicken face. Anyway, let's 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 talk about this cuisines if we like it, rather than <laughs> that, assuming that all Chinese takeaway is rat, chicken, or chicken, chicken face. Matter, actually, 
chicken matter actually heads up my uh, chicken fantasy football squad. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely little football joke. And if you've enjoyed that football joke from Michael Jameson, head over to Michael Jameson Comedy where you can see episode one of, uh, what's it called? Football Rundown. Football Rundown. Yeah, correct. Football Rundown where Mark- Michael Jameson shows you what it's like to be in his head about football for yeah. a couple of minutes. Aguero. It's good um, for anyone who sort of needs football information, really. Yeah, the, the the best football information, if anything. Um, I'm very much like you. Uh, I prefer starters over mains. I, I couldn't necessarily tell you what it is. I think maybe there's just a bit of better variety. I do sort of feel like a lot of Chinese dishes that I've had sort of, I wouldn't say taste the same, but there's sort of a lot of similarities between an oyster sauce, a black bean sauce, uh, some of the other sauces I can't think of off the top of my head. But it, it just sort of, I don't know, I, I just think that i prefer the variety in the the deep friedness of the uh starters uh in terms of specifics though what what dishes do you do you guys love what take me through take me through an order here we go here we go um you've 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 phoned up the old local chinese i'll be the um i'll be the person on the other end of the phone you ready oh no let's let's, please listen please listen Hello, Lucky Coin Chinese Takeaway. Oh, hi, Lucky Coin. Ah, you uh, thought I was going to do the voice again. then, didn't you, Nate? You thought I was going to do the voice. <laughs> you. How how little do you think of me? Yeah, isn't uh, it? that's bad. To, to, to be honest, considering you're from Manchester, you're always doing the voice. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, guys, with a little word. Uh, uh, hello, Lucky Coin Chinese Takeaway. Um, Jia Ming. Um, speaking, how can I service you today? Hi, Xiaoming. Um, it's MJ here, and uh, I'd just like to say that I'm always very impressed with your speed and efficiency with the, taking my order. I actually the, find you to be... The usual, then, MJ. 15 minutes, mate. <laughs> be around there in a minute. Bye. <laughs> with or without meat, uh, with or without rat this week. <laughs> so uh i'll i'll take the lead i'll take the lead um like, as i as i mentioned <laughs> as i mentioned uh typically we do spend about 22 pounds at the chinese and you do get quite a lot for that it is probably too much for two people uh claire orders about one claire orders what i would say is a normal size portion and i order an abnormal size portion um so we we usually get chips it's going to be a divisive. Yes, yeah, I know it's going to be a divisive one. And that's been um, that's been our show. Thank you very much. We uh, we obviously don't have somebody on the show who knows what they're talking about. Um, wow. Okay. Well, because um, I like a diverse and complex, you know, taste palette. Okay. Um, good mix. Claire Ooh, will often get correct uh, Claire will often get black be- beef and black bean sauce. Um, I will get chicken, <laughs> chicken, chicken we will... blood and chicken matter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll usually share the uh, chicken satay. Um, we might get sesame corn toast, but it's not not a frequent one. Um, I will usually now get my order has recently changed. Actually, I, I believe, in fact, due to Nate Nate's uh, recommendation, uh, I've, I usually get beef. Uh, no, that's a lie. Chicken uh, with cashew nuts and yellow bean sauce. Um. What else do we get? Oh, uh, Claire will usually get rice, egg fried rice. Um, if I'm getting a rice, I will get cashew nut fried rice. Um, what else do we get? Oh, 
um, chicken balls or sweet and sour chicken, or there might be a chow mein in there. That's the, basically the usual order. Chicken satay skewers are almost always in there. Chips are almost always in there, and and some sort of rice is always in there. Mm. Occasionally, we'll get duck. And, and hmm. so, are there any dishes within that aren't in there that you would uh, that you love? I guess you just don't not, not normally get. I uh, love ch- sweet and sour chicken balls. Do get them though. Do get them off. Uh, not every time, but often. Uh, love sweet and sour chicken itself. Quite like crispy chili beef, but that is a less common one. Uh, pork chow mein is my favourite chow mein. Um, yeah, that's prob that covers most of it, I think. Okay, Stuart, how about yourself? What's, what's your order, and what's you know? Right, here we go. So we're starting with some salt and pepper chicken wings. Um, pretty much every time. Sometimes I will think about ribs. What I've what I've done, I've I've conditioned my son to enjoy a rib. So what usually happens is when we get a Chinese, I will say, well, he will order. Brilliant. He will order us a starter portion of ribs and we will give him some of our sundries uh, and then I will I will have a couple of his ribs. So best of both worlds. Um you've I mean you've you've obviously got all this to do with uh, your daughter Nate. Mm. You need to you need to condition her to like the same foods as you in smaller quantities than you like. Excellent. Um it's it's the way <laughs> forward. Um uh, the wife, the Gemma, will usually have a hot and sour soup, a vegetarian hot and sour, well, not a vegetarian hot and sour soup, because she's complicated. She is, she will tell you she's a vegetarian, but she eats fish. She is, in fact, a pescatarian. So what she ideally wants is a, is a hot and sour soup that's got prawns in it. Um, but often with uh, Chinese food, you have to go full vegetarian because it's, or you have to be very clever about your ordering. Uh, I will then order a kung, uh, either a kung, I go kung po for a main. Um, I'm with Nate. I think a lot of the mains taste similar. Kung po, yeah. kung po uh, is is slightly spicier though, and I like the spicy food. Uh, I go for a kung po duck or a kung po pork. Um, Gemma will have Singapore noodles uh, with shrimp. Um, and that's oh, that's the only Chinese meal she enjoys. I'll sometimes uh, switch things up. Um, and my accoutrement with my Kung Po will be the soft noodle. I have an issue. Um, I know this is an additional item on the menu, but I have a very obvious issue with uh, egg fried rice. So <laughs> I go... Hates rice. Yes, correct. I yeah, I have to say, actually, I also love chicken kung pao. Um, differing, differing pronunciation there. I don't know who's right. I'm just saying that's how I pronounce it. Um, but the reason I tend to, I usually just run down the telly. Exclusive... Run down the telly tubbies from me, from tallest to smallest. <laughs> tinky winky, tinky winky, dipsy, dipsy, la 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 la. la. Pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I forgot the Teletubbies were Chinese. Um, ooh. Ooh. Uh, no, I exclusively get um, wow. Kung Pao from... Wow. I exclusively get Kung Pao from the uh, chain Noodle Nation. Uh, <laughs> the reason I don't tend to get it from uh, takeaways is because it, I have never... I, I don't believe I've ever come across... Uh, chicken kung pao that's battered from a takeaway. Don't know what happened to my voice there. That was weird. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a battered kung usually, pao chicken. 
You don't no. want battered kung pao no, chicken? No, mate. Oh, mate, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I don't like it non-battered. It's nowhere near as good. The texture's worse. Boom. Brilliant. I wanted to Google chicken kung pao pronunciation. What have I Googled? <laughs> Teletubbies. <laughs> Uh, I, may I suggest the uh, the title of this podcast is What Have I Googled? Teletubbies. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, pretty much a lot of lot of similar dishes there in the Peterson household. Uh, I'll, I'll run through sort of... We, we don't have necessarily regulars. We do... Um, but we do have sort of some returning members. If we get starters, then it's usually going to be satay, prawn toast, or... Yeah, sweet and sour chicken balls, or a combination thereof. Some prawn toast. Sesame prawn toast. Chicken satay. Oh. Prawn toast. Oh, okay. Right. I just used out the word sesame. Sorry. Um, uh, we that's why you said, you said satay prawn toast, but that's fine. Wow. Um, <laughs> we sometimes get duck, but very rarely actually if it's a takeaway. It's more more sort of an eating in experience than a takeaway, but I uh, do love a, a duck from time to time. Uh, egg fried rice usually for myself. Noodles for the lady. Correct. Uh, I am... I'm just not a fan. I'm not going to mention it, but noodles, eh. Um, in terms of mains, generally speaking, between this, the ones that tend to arrive will be crispy shredded beef, which is just an indefinable meat coming back to your point so it just bearing in mind it's supposedly beef it's just a very weird texture um chicken and yellow bean sauce as michael jameson is is my absolute go-to dish correct but one that has uh, just been mentioned and is a regular for me now is is kung po chicken it's wow delightful i i love it have you so you've had it mj kung po yeah no kung po love it yeah, ge- generally love it, but I only really order it from Noodle Nation because I, 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 I'm not a massive fan of it unbattered. I'm just not. I'd say, to be honest, most of the time I get it, it's battered anyway. So, um, but it, You're a lucky just, boy. Yeah, I know. But it's just, it, I know it's not exactly this, but it's, 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 I guess for anyone that hasn't had it, it's, uh, it's comparable to sweet and sour chicken, but with a bit of spice is, is, is the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, sweet um, yeah. and sour, usually with some slight orangey tones. I uh, describe just generic spicy Chinese. Yeah, it's very nice. So that's what we tend to get. Other things, what else? I'm just trying to think if there's anything that we sometimes get. Seaweed is a. I, I do love seaweed, but oh. very rarely, very rarely get it in our takeaway. Yeah. Um, uh, beef and tomatoes. That's quite nice, but what? it's. Yeah, it's 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 very nice. It's. It's a tomato sauce, but not obviously ketchup. But that's pretty pretty tasty. Uh, just trying to think if there's anything else I tend to order. That's that's my go-to's usually. Uh, and I say Laura Laura tends to get noodles. Correct. So that would be. And Claire loves noodles as well, actually. So it seems to be a woman thing. Or it, or what it what it means is that both of you have managed to to absolutely con superior human beings into marrying you. Possibly, yeah. I mean, you you're both appalling people, and you've managed yeah. to convince like right thinking, noodle eating human beings into being your life partners. Don't yeah, don't, don't ridicule uh, me for being normal. 
thank count your lucky stars that by knowing mm. me, by knowing me, it's made you socially acceptable. I guess so. Um, <laughs> oh no, Sal! Cheers, mate. No, you're you're right. I, I, you're fine. I mean, the noodles aside, <laughs> but um, you're fine. Now it kind of was discussed, but not really. How how do we feel? How do we feel about um, in a group gathering? Are we the type of people that orders our own, or are we the type of people? Are we the type of people that gets a load for the table and everyone just has a bit of everything? This is the Gavin, just, Gavin and Stacey, isn't it? Stuart shaking his head, which is great for an audio podcast. Um, yes, it is basically Michael. Uh, how, how? What are your thoughts? What? Which are you shaking your head at, Stuart? Because I gave you two options. Or just order what you want and grow up. Like, it, oh, it, thank you. Family. Like, this goes back to heaven and hell. Like food contamination. Family. I'll share my food. I'll have a taste. I'll do, I'll do whatever. Me, my wife, me, my wife, and my son. That is fine. I'll share. They get what they order, what they want. I order what I order. I also eat some of theirs. That's fine, okay? But I don't want to do that with anyone else, and no one's getting any of mine. My son can have some of mine. No other human being is eating any of my food. And I will fight you. <laughs> I love now. that. No, it's no. Okay. It's, it's, it's no, just, no, it's just grow up and order what you want. Can I have some yeah, of your? Can I have some? Can I have one of your ribs? Why didn't you order? Do you want? Oh, do you like ribs? Should have ordered something, shouldn't you, idiot? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's I fair. I, what you think? What Stuart's opinion's fair, or, or no, yeah, 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 no, correct, yeah, exactly. Like if you like it enough, fucking order it. And it's like it is literally said perfectly by James Corden in that scene. Oh, you like korma, do you? So do I. That's why I ordered it. Although, in his point, actually, he specifically isn't talking about korma, I believe. I think it's Boona, if I remember correctly. Never, but, um, never watched Gavin and Stacey, so... No, neither do I, but no. I do know that clip because it, it plays into my um, feelings on it, because I agree. I don't know what I don't know why the need is for this with Chinese food and, to some lesser extent, maybe Indian food, but... I don't really understand why people feel the need to share it. Like no other restaurant, I don't know what he's doing. No other restaurant do you sort of go in there and go, oh, well, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get the steak. Why don't you get like the the chicken and then we'll just all halve it and like, why? Just uh, order your own fucking dishes. Just mm. stop messing about. It happens with pizza as well. Like oh oh, I'll get a margarita. You get a pepperoni. You can have some slices of mine. But I've already got yours. I've already got yours, but mine's got pepperoni on top of it. <laughs> why, do, why do I want? Why do I want two slices of inferior pizza? The only time it is acceptable to eat, like to to do that, is when your seven year old son can't finish all of his margarita pizza, and you still want two more slices of pizza. That's oh, yeah. the but, but that's it, not trading. No, no, that's stealing. Yeah. Yeah. That's um being economic with the food. Correct. That's not that's not trading. Um yeah, and also with like Chinese dishes, it's not like they're fucking large to begin with. You know what I mean? You you you're giving away a, a, a half of a small portion. Anyway, enough ranting about that. <laughs> Rice versus Listen, noodles. I have, I have issues when Claire tried to tries to take some of my chips to be honest. Sorry, carry on, rice versus noodles. <laughs> you don't versus hang, noodles. no, hang on, sorry. You all of the things that we've just said don't include um wife. 
Yeah. No, yeah, I was sort of joking. It was, you weren't the way. very tongue-in-cheek. You weren't, no, it wasn't. No, it was, was very tongue-in-cheek. No. No. no, if you actually rewind to earlier, I say Claire and I will usually split one portion of chips evenly. Michael, in Michael Jameson will not allow his wife to eat one of Have his chips. Rewind the podcast. Word for word, I said Claire and I will always split one portion of chips <laughs> 50-50 equal portions. I said that word for word and you can rewind it if you don't believe me. Mm. Okay, we will. Hashtags, retweets, likes, this isn't any ordinary social media. This is Food Review UK social media. Come find us at facebook.com forward slash Food Review UK. On Twitter at Food Review UK. And on Instagram at Footgram. Oh, and don't forget the main channel, Food Review UK on YouTube. Rice versus noodles. Oh, what also, sorry, can what? I just say, what I love is that MJ's got his camera turned on so that we can see him, but he's sitting so fucking far back, <laughs> all I can see is Z-E on his T-shirt. Uh, oh, can you, not, can you not see my face? I can see no, your horrible little too. face. Uh, and you've turned the lights off. Yeah, after the dark. Um, <laughs> uh You've basically both ordered, uh, discussed think, this already. Right, yeah, rice versus noodles. We've addressed you're, that. So you're, you're, I'm noodles. Yeah, you're, you're rice. You're, I, yeah, obviously, so I have... Right. There have been times... I, I like fried rice. I like to make my own fried rice at home. My problem is that egg fried rice has got visible egg. Noodles have got eggs in them. I don't have a problem with that. Egg yeah, fried rice has got visible egg. And I can't. <laughs> visible. You... I love. I love that as a podcast title. Vis- visible egg. egg. <laughs> um, do you do you like all types of noodles? Do you like the really like the really like fine, thin, stringy, like pubic hair noodles, or you more type. of the? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, what I will order is the soft noodle. So the soft noodle is the noodle that's uh, that's approximately one point five millimeters thick and comes with the bean spaghetti. sprouts and comes with bean sprouts. Um, oh man! Oh no! Do you know what? I have been served. I've ordered. I've heard. I've ordered soft noodles and been served spaghetti before from a Chinese takeaway. I mean, it's it's essentially the same it's thing, not, though, isn't it? Kind not, of, no, noodles no, and pasta are so different, man. That's weird. Oh, I'm glad, no, I'm actually glad you said that because when in the past I've ordered, I've you know. I've said that they're different. I've been shot down and told that it's just the same as spaghetti. No. So I'm glad. That, I'm glad that somebody agrees with me because they're slimy, they're horrible. It's just revolting. I just do not like noodles. Uh, it, right, ad, ad, just an ad hoc, quick heaven and hell. Noodles can go in the fucking hell, but they'll be no. vetoed by be vetoed by Stuart, unfortunately. Um, no, hang on, hang on. No, no, they're, they're, to me, they're quite different things. So rice and specifically egg fried rice or cashew fried rice uh, is the perfect accompaniment to what are the saucier. Chinese dishes. Um, I wouldn't necessarily like to have something like a chicken with cashew nuts or chicken yellow bean without rice because it soaks it all it soaks up all the rice and it combines really nicely. Blah blah. Whereas I find that noodles could probably be eaten on their own, and certainly when I order chow mein, I do eat it separately. I don't consider it something that you combine with the sauce necessarily. I'm not saying that I don't do it and you can't do it, but that's not the point of them. They're flavorful enough on their own. Hmm. The bullshit. Um, next question. Next point. Takeaway versus eating. What, what are your thoughts on on going out for a Chinese meal? 
Is it something? That, is it something you do regularly? Because I don't. Know, I, I, I'm going to jump in first. Once it's not something we do very often. Uh, I can't think of too many restaurants in any way. Like in, Indian seems to be a lot of the takeaways do tend to have a restaurant attached, whereas Chinese seem to be in this area certainly more mm. uh, just just a takeaway base, and and there's nowhere to sit necessarily. Uh, there is there is one particular place that we go to, Taipan, which is a, a, an eat as all, all as much as you can buffet. As much as you um, can, or as... <laughs> eat, eat, eat as much as you can. Yeah, as far as I know, I mean, certainly never, certainly never tested it to the uh, extreme. <laughs> oh. don't, know don't, don't know what's funny. <laughs> well, see, eat as much as you like, <laughs> mate. Eat as much as you can. You're fucking pushing yourself beyond your comfort level. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know anyone that's been to one and hasn't eaten as much as they could. It's, it's basically free food, isn't it? After a certain point. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, pretty much what I do, though. To be fair. Oh my. Um. So yeah. But that, that, it's 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 as far as it can be a high end buffet. Sometimes you get to go to these buffet places and they are just you can tell their rank. Whereas this is actually it's all cooked fairly fresh. They sort of keep a very small dish of stuff, so it sort of turns over fairly quickly. Um, so that's pretty nice. But um, yeah, so what's what's your thoughts on eating in? Is it something you do regularly, and do you prefer it to a takeaway? Uh, I have some notes. Um, oh, okay. I, I very rarely eating Chinese restaurants. I think that on the whole, um, I I prefer the food in Chinese restaurants to the food I get from takeaways. But I've got some key moments for you here. Okay, um, going to a Chinese restaurant in uh, Chinatown in Manchester. So you mock me from, for being from the north, but in Manchester we have uh, Chinatown, which is uh, quite, la- quite large area. Well, not just generally down south, in every town. Um in, you've got a, a large area of Chinese businesses. Um, uh, it's very exciting. It's particularly a cool place to go for Chinese New Year. I went to a Chinese restaurant uh, in Chinatown on Chinese New Year, perhaps ten years ago. Uh, my main course, can't remember what I ordered, was completely covered in what I would describe as a, visc- a viscous, semi-transparent goo. Ooh, um, that sounds nice. It was very unpleasant. Um, mm. a, a positive story, uh, Yang Sing, which is a, a more high-end Manchester Chinese uh, Chinatown restaurant. Uh, I went there once with, I have a, a, a friend who, of Chinese heritage, a mutual friend of mine and Michael Jamison's, Dominic Cheng. Uh, I went with his, I went with his Chinese family, um, and had food that was, uh, uh, I didn't order food. I had food ordered for me that was not on the menu. Um, we went. Ooh. We we went Chinese, and it was wonderful. Um, going to a Chinese restaurant in Manchester called I, I, I tried checking it out today. I think it's called Red Chili. This is again going back maybe twelve, thirteen years. I think it's called Red Chili on Oxford Road in Manchester, and eating the soft char siu bao. You're familiar with char siu bao? So they're small, uh. white, cloudy pillows of deliciousness, and in the middle of them. There is a, mm. a, a char siu, um, a delicious porky centre. Um, and ever since then, they have probably been my favourite Chinese food. You don't get them at Chinese takeaways. You don't get them at a, a lot of um, 
Chinese restaurants, they're very much a dim sum kind of food, mm-hmm. uh, but, mm-hmm. but have loved them. Um, one thing that puts me off uh, uh, takeaways and restaurants is that since I, I kind of got obsessed with these char siu bao, I go to a lot of Chinese supermarkets and buy uh, buy frozen packs of char siu bao that I can steam myself and make and other Chinese treats. When you go to these Chinese supermarkets, they sell a lot of catering supplies uh, and takeaway supplies, for example, foil trays and and the such like, uh, plastic bags, you know, things that you would need to run a takeaway. Um, and they also sell things like vats of ready-made sauce and catering packs of prawn toasts and this, that and the other. So I'm fairly convinced now that most Chinese takeaway food is just bought in and fried warmed up ovened whatever um so it means that i'm kind of a bit like what's the point whereas with a chinese restaurant Mm. you're hoping there's a chef yeah yeah do do, uh, do you not still think that it's the potentially the same though i don't know i think i mean i think if you go to if you go to a higher end restaurant one that's got a bit of a name for itself you've got a hope you know, mm. particularly if you go to one, uh, is it a good sign if you turn up to a Chinese restaurant and there's a lot of Chinese people there? Yeah, uh, I, I think it's 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 a yeah. I think most people do take that as a good sign. Yeah, yeah. you'd hope so, wouldn't you? But um, mm. and similarly, I think a lot of people would be put off from that, but be, would be put off from that not because they're perhaps racist, but maybe because the food is not what they're used to from their local yeah. Chinese takeaway. Um, exactly. It's a weird logic when you think about it, because that, that would be like flipping the scripts, going, do you see a lot of white people in, in Hungry Horse? And, sort of go, and assuming that must mean that it's oh, good cuisine. I went to a Weatherspoons the other day, and everyone was white. It was the best Weatherspoons. <laughs> Fucking hell. Don't take that comment out of context. That was a satirical comment. As you, yeah, as you know, I'm now... As you know, I'm now able to edit, which means I'm now able to take snippets of audio from you said know, audio. Do you files. know what the best type of satire is? Ch- chicken satire. Wait, <laughs> I hope he satires in my life forever. Um, chicken satire skewers. Um, uh, Michael, I yeah, so Talk I almost I very rarely go to Chinese restaurants now. Uh, I will say that most, if not most certainly the big majority <laughs> uh, of Chinese restaurants near me are all you can eat. Um, I went to one two weeks ago, one week ago, two weeks ago, um, which was the first time I'd been in in ages. In fact, for this specific one, which is really the only one in actually, no, there's there's oh, fine, just false thing. Um, no, this is the first time I've been to this place in like seven years or something. Uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it because I just got to pile my plate high. Uh, the great thing about uh, all-you-can-eat restaurants is that basically duck pancakes with hoisin sauce. Love the texture of the pancake. Love it. It's great. And it has that nice little crisp and you bite through it. But the, the great thing about going to an all-you-can-eat, you just sack off the pancake, don't you? Big scoop of duck. Plonk it on the plate, big scoop of sauce, crisscross it all over, and boom, you're sorted. That'll be at least two portions of that for me. And I'm talking about a big plate. Um, so, sorry. I was going to say, interesting you call it an all-you-can-eat, which is something I was mocked for moments ago. But carry on. 
<laughs> Maybe it was the uh, the emphasis on words that you put. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds normal when I say it. All, yeah. all you can eat, whereas you would you used to throw it like all eat, you can eat. Eat, eat as much as you can. Oh, eat as much as you can. Yeah, uh, eat as much as you can. Same thing. <laughs> it is weird how it does mean the same thing, but all totally you can eat. He said, "All you can eat." Um, so that's that's that. I will say, actually, there is quite a nice one around the corner that does an all you can eat just on a Sunday. Um, haven't tried it yet, but we're definitely going to soon. But have to say, I have to say a special mention to uh, one of my favourite restaurants of all time, which has now closed. Uh, it's called the International. In- Excuse me, I brought them. Uh, I wasn't pausing for dramatic effect. Um, it was called the International. It was in Chasham. Um, a good long while ago, it was double the size that it later came to be. The restaurant literally halved in size, which was very strange. It was quite small before, but when in half, when it halved in size, it was tiny, but very, very nicely, uh, very, very nice decor, very cosy. Um, and when I used to live in Chesham, there was quite a, quite a tight-knit uh, group of friends or community uh, associated with the comic book shop. Um, and pretty much any time it was someone's birthday, we used to go to the International. Uh, it was absolutely incredible. It was all you can eat or eat as much as you can. Um, <laughs> but it, was, it, it wasn't a buffet. It was cooked to order. So we'd say, like, for the table, we'd like, yeah, we want we want a duck course, and they'd bring out all this duck and carve it in front of us, shred it all up, and it was, like, amazing, like, perfect hoisin. Uh, the, just all of the dishes were really, really nice. Came out smoking hot, really flavoursome, um, but the pizza resistance was their chicken satay skewers. The uh, the satay the, the the pieces of chicken were actually quite small, but it meant they were very crispy. When they came out, they were absolutely sizzling hot. They were boiling hot. They were so so well cooked, incredibly juicy in the middle, but with a very crisp fried exterior. And the satay sauce was incredibly gourmet tasting, very high end, very spicy, had a a real big kick to it, but it tasted absolutely phenomenal. And I think Stuart's just found a a picture of it. I've been on the TripAdvisor. Four out of five five stars. Oh, that's far too low. It's an easy six stars. Oh, really? (laughs) Really? E- easily. It, it, um, it's one of my favourite restaurants of all time. They closed about three years ago. Mm. Oh, so it's, it's it's zero out of five then. Well, it's, it's ruined not, now, yeah. It's not a thing. Um, uh, two things off the back of that. Something that I actually forgot to mention earlier. Ch- chicken satay. I do love chicken satay. But one thing I would say is I often find the chicken quality in that dish over most other dishes just poor. Like, I find so many satay sticks, just the chicken is so tough and dry and yeah I, I i tend to not often as much as i would love it at its best i just do find sometimes the chicken on, on in that dish is particularly uh ropey wow um the other thing i actually forgot to mention is mentioning my uh restaurant the taipan place is they have something that i've not seen anywhere else or certainly haven't tried anywhere else if, I, if it has been on the menu um i think it's called mandarin dumpling and it's not part of the um, dim sum. It's, it's it's part of the starters. Go on. And it's 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 vegetarian. It's supposedly like the sort of dumplings that we get made of dough or whatever. Um, 
tastes and feels exactly like chicken. It is the weirdest fucking... It's like when you, If you cut it in half and look at it, you can tell it definitely isn't. But as you're chewing it, it just has the exact texture and taste of chicken. And I, I don't know why, but I fucking love that. And then it's in, the, it's in like a mandarin sauce. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's very nice. That's one of my favourite things that I get from that place because it's so, so just unique. Mm. I guess. Literally, mandarin is in orange. Uh, yeah, it's not really though. It's 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 it's. I think it's mandarin sauce, but it doesn't oh. taste it doesn't taste particularly orangey. No, or mandarin I think that's does sound good. Mandarin as in Chinese. So in the the area, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Lovely. Any, any more restaurants? Anything you want to shout out, or, or any more content? Last thing I've got on my list: something that not many people associate with the cuisine. Mm. Desserts. Is yeah. that something that we do? Is it, I mean, takeaway. I would. I would be surprised if you ever do order them. But uh, maybe if you're if you're eating in a restaurant, do you ever pick up <laughs> pick up anything? I have ordered. I have ordered takeaway Chinese desserts. Um, okay. I I I haven't looked at the dessert area on a Chinese menu for a long time, but growing up, Chinese takeaways used to always do um, fritters, fruit fritters, deep fried fruit fritters, yep. banana fritters, pineapple fritters yes. in in a syrup. Yep. Um, and yep, I will yep. I will confess to having enjoyed um, banana fritters from time to time. Very very nice um, restaurant Chinese desserts. I can't think of ever having one. I would like to just uh, uh, to bring up though um, Chinese bakery. I know it's slightly off topic, but oh, okay. we're again Manchester Chinatown. We're looking that there are a number of Chinese bakeries. The Chinese bakery that I um, give my patronage to is a bakery called Ho's Bakery, uh, and they do a peanut butter pancake, and it's a small. Uh, not a pancake that you would... It's kind of a chewy pancake, not like a, a, a an American pancake or a British pancake. Uh, and in the middle of it is a layer of, of peanut butter, and they are just wonderful. Um, and the cakes in the Chinese bakeries always look absolutely amazing. We always talk about getting a, a celebration cake from a Chinese bakery, but never do. Um, but, yeah, Chinese bakeries uh, for desserts. Very What's much so. Um- What's a celebration cake? What's in that? Oh, just, that I mean, just no, no, just a, a, the kind of cake that you might buy for a celebration. Oh, okay. So um, oh, okay. they, they tend to be kind of large, elaborate, fruit-laden cream cakes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 I've, whilst I've been in and around the Chinatown in, in London, I've never really sort of paid enough attention to anything beyond their, their, their shops and restaurants. So uh, I'm sure they must have uh, bakeries and other types of things so Ch- Chinese cool. bakeries are world changing seriously Ch- um, the the variety of, of of filled bread buns that you get Ooh. the the pork the char siu pork bread buns a, a delicious Ooh. almost kind of brioche bread bun and in the centre of that bread bun it's not been cut it's been baked this way Nathan Peterson in the centre of it Ooh. is a delicious char siu pork or other similar uh, or, they might, or it might be a sweet one, Nathan. Perhaps a coconut one, or it might be a oh. disgusting one with perhaps egg in it. Oh, talk to me! But Chinese, Chinese, Chinese bakeries are phenomenal. I'm going to have to uh, 
you know, some up London, I'm going to have to look out for that then, because that does sound pretty decent. Yeah, do it, Mum. Do, do love yeah, a place. I don't think product. I've ever seen them. I've got no idea where, other than London, obviously, I'm sure I could find one. I've got no idea where our nearest one is. Um, yeah, coming back to the desserts, but the, yeah, the, the, the fruit the fruit fritters are definitely still a thing. Um, do you, the ones that you had in the past, were they the sort of soft ones? Because you can get them where they're sort of hard, they're, they're like hardened, like a toffee apple texture. No, no, soft, soft with a, a honey syrup on them. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, they, yeah but like I say, my, the restaurant I go to does those, but they also like it does it. It's it's apple, I think, in this instance. It's it's literally like a, a toffee apple exterior, um, so caramels caramelized wow. outside. That's that's pretty pretty nice. Um, I slightly prefer the apple over the banana just because i think the banana texture is a bit too mushy but mm-hmm. uh it's pretty nice uh what about yourself yeah, MJ? You... yeah i agree with that uh, final point you just made the banana tends to be a little bit mushy uh it's a very infrequent purchase for me i'm not saying it's a never it's it's probably a once a year sort of deal um I'll definitely get a hankering for it occasionally. Uh, what I generally find with it, though, is really it's the kind of dessert that needs a bit of ice cream to cut through all the sweetness and mellow it out a bit. And who yeah. the fuck is going to have ice cream on top of a fucking incredibly indulgent takeaway? Um, but that being said, like I said, I I do get a hankering for it occasionally, so I do uh, I do sometimes get it. Mm-hmm. And I do usually get the banana, actually. Um pineapple i haven't had in years but i quite like it um the, oh yeah and like you say apple yeah the apple ones i, I find the, the, the pineapple and the banana usually are the same with sort of the, the softer crispy batter whereas the apple ones are that very hard caramelly sort of crisp exterior with sesame seeds on isn't it yeah mm. yeah yeah beautiful beautiful probably are just all from this, this fucking supermarket that, uh <laughs> Pretty probably. I mean, something like that, that wouldn't bother me too much because that's obviously a very basic thing. It's not necessarily something I need an expert chef to be cooking up for me. Mm. But It uh, could very well come down to simply the oil that these places use, joking apart. It could be something as simple as that that makes a difference, but who knows? Who we'll knows? need to get an, a Chinese insider. <laughs> Let's get a Chinese insider. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Let's let's move on very swiftly from that. Um, any other comments before we move on to that section that we often ignore, <laughs> Stuart? Not from me. So, with all of the Chinese chatter out the way, let's go to everyone's favourite segment. <laughs> it's social media comments. MJ, what have you? What have the what have the uh, what have the, the fans of Fruck been saying to us this week? Christ, nearly fell off my chair then, just from actually not being forgotten for once. Oh, um, oh we never forget about it, Michael James. We love this segment. Yeah. Of course. Uh, snack of the day, a brand new uh, Instagram account. We recommend you go and, go and give it a try. Friend, friend of the show, James James. Russian James. Sinkda. Um, he said best Chinese sauce, which uh, is obviously satay. Oh, now. Or hoisin, actually. Hoisin's amazing. Oh, that's tough. In fact, if I this were to just. Hard. If I were to just take wow. 30 seconds to 
This is, is hard. This is hard. God damn it. This is hard. That's uh, one for the binges there. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely Sate or Hoisin. So, Hoisin's so incredibly sweet. You know duck sauce? Is that is duck sauce Hoisin or is it something different? It's something different, you... but hang on. Uh, Nate's just said Hoisin is sweet. I think it's yep. quite intensely savoury. It's very salty. Well. Yeah, but I, I also find sweet. some. I find some also very sweet as well. It can be both. Yeah, correct. Balance flavour. Oh. I mean, oh. if, yeah. if flirty. If, if you if you're saying it can't be both, then salted caramel is a myth and would never ex- exist in any form whatsoever. Correct. So, um, I think probably I think probably satay. I probably use hoisted more. Outside of pancakes, but uh, but yeah, satay is, is probably overall a better sauce. Mm. He's also said a very ridiculous comment. Oh, do you not oh, want my answer just... then? No, 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 all right. Okay. Oh, sorry, oh, I already fucking answered me, mate. Fucking, fucking, this is quick, guys. This is quick. You've got to be quick, or else I'm just going to move on. He says, taking every second to emphasize it. Karen? Sorry. Fair. Ooh. Yeah, fair. Uh, wrong, but fair. Hmm. Um, he said, Ooh. our water. Ch- are water chestnuts the worst vegetable in existence? Yes. Uh, no, absolutely not. They're fantastic. Yeah, I like a water chestnut. The, yeah, brilliant texture. Despicable. No, one they're of good. my favourite elements yeah. of uh, chicken. Minimal, very unique min- texture. Yeah. Minimal flavour, stupid texture. Get it no. out of my fucking food. What's the point of you? What's the point? You're taking up valuable space that something else could could actually do something. Right. Stop talking about Michael. Get back onto the topic. <laughs> Wait. Um, UK Food and Drink Reviews has just complimented us. The podcasts are hilarious. Correct. Thank you. The Cookie Mill UK has said, best sides, we saw covered. Uh, have yeah, you ever right. tried to recreate Chinese satay sauce and succeeded? Yeah. Very interesting question. You've succeeded? I don't know. I don't know. But I've, like I say, I don't buy Chinese. My wife makes belting satay sauce. So. Well, he said, if yes, please tell me the rest. I'll t- recipe I'll, immediately. I'll, I'll, well, right. I'll make my wife send you a message brilliant make you send it to me as well because i have tried and failed to get anywhere near restaurant quality okay i will do that uh what's your uh sorry aj rogers 92 what's your favorite type of sweet and sour ball mine is chicken pork Ooh, get chicken probably pork wow, wow. I, I i prefer pork but we tend to get chicken because laura prefers chicken uh, Luke C99 has said, do you ever get different sauces such as orange, lemon, or plum with chicken instead of sweet and sour sauce? Uh, I've seen orange chicken. I've, uh, lemon uh, chicken is a mainstay. Don't understand the question. You've uh, had chicken in... You've not had chicken in lemon sauce? I don't buy... I, I, mains, are, I'm very unimaginable. I get... I don't do the something in something. Well, I mean, Kung Pao chicken is technically chicken in something, so... That's the only one I do. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it just because it's not chicken in Kung Pao sauce? I don't, I, just, it... I, don't, I don't know. I just kind of... I find the mains on Chinese takeaways to be so confusing. It's just... Here's a thing. Here's a thing that you can put stuff in, and here's loads of stuff <laughs> that you can put in it. Here's another thing that you can put stuff in, and here's all the same stuff that you can put in it. Like... Just give me some actual dishes. Instead of a hundred dishes, pare the menu down 
and give me like 12 things that are ace. Yeah. There, there is a ridiculous amount of like uh, variation that yeah. don't mean it. There'll be something like chicken in black bean sauce with, with mushrooms, chicken in black bean sauce with peppers, yeah. chicken in black bean sauce with vegetables. Yeah. 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 Very well. Um, I have, when I first started eating uh, Chinese, I would have the lemon chicken from time to time when I was a novice because it's a, a relatively easy gateway entry level. Yeah, but I, I, I've never had, uh, I don't think I've ever had it in orange. I've probably tried it in plum and just, it doesn't, yeah, it's not that nice. So, yeah, no, I don't have any of them now, but I have had lemon on a number of occasions, but it's been years since I have because, nah. It has reminded me, uh, when we were speaking about restaurants earlier, it has reminded me actually that the, uh, actually, it's probably fair to say every time I'm in Blackpool, I try to go here. Uh, I think it's it's either the number two or number three rated restaurant in Blackpool is Michael Wan's Mandarin, the Mandarin restaurant. Uh, very, very good. Mandarin quality. like the uh, like the orange. An orange <laughs> restaurant, lovely. Um, it's very, very good quality. Probably the closest I've had to the international since the international closed. Um, yeah, just really nice food. I do recommend it. It's not too expensive, and I'm actually not a massive fan of lemon chicken but the lemon chicken from there uh, the batter is incredibly thin and crispy and the sauce is very 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 fresh tasting and very sharp so it's really tasty uh, and they do a great uh, share and platter as well uh, which comes with all the you know, ribs say uh, seaweed blah 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 it's really really good recommend it uh, Luke C99 has also said does Stuart like egg foo young don't know what it is probably not Chinese omelette, I think, is that? Definitely not. What, what a ridiculous, um, what a stupid question. I think it's a tongue-in-cheek one, I think. I imagine it was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Review Snacks UK said, which Chinese dish would make the best Oreo? Um, <laughs> probably chicken satay. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, definitely not banana fritter. No, yeah. no, no. Chicken satay, I reckon. They've just oh, bloody released, uh, in Japan, they've just released hot wing, chicken hot wing Oreo. Same in it, so. <laughs> <laughs> James5252 on this account now. Uh, <laughs> has said, oh, he's just replying to Luke Carrigan saying uh, Szechuan is the best sauce. Um, Bonglans, you know what, actually? Like a, Bonglans, a Szechuan, a peppery Szechuan Oreo. Just a peppery Oreo. Ooh. Yeah, I can Ooh, see it, I can yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah, my worth, my worth a look before the year's out. Um, bong lungs, happy Bounds. birthday, bong lungs. Yeah. Smoker bong blunt on us. Um, chicken balls and cannabis. Yeah, marijuana vibes. Um, chicken balls and chips with curry sauce. Few cans of cider, banging night in with two uh, that sort of drip emoji. Brilliant. Um, not, Joe a quest- Camp, not a question. So. Joe, Joe Camp, where does it rank against other takeaway alternatives? We sort of covered that. Um, the Laminator said, been to any decent all-you-can-eat Chinese restaurants? Yeah. Which I, which I have and have mentioned, the uh, Taipan in Uxbridge. Uh, one. One. Can't remember the name of it. It was in Bolton. I enjoyed it. My favourite one used to be in Prince's Risborough, but it's now closed. Oh. As my favourite Chinese restaurants often do, apparently. Mm. Rara Bear has said, uh, this is um, sort of of the Dude Where's My Challenge family, kind of. Um, Harry's 
partner. <laughs> Harry's partner, but Harry left, so it sort of, sort of doesn't count. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you need an episode on Indian food. I'm all over that. We'll get to it. We'll Correct. Get to it. Well, she's suggesting it, so why don't you come on it? Wow, love that. Carrera, Carrera, yeah. you're on it. Let us know. Boom. Hook you up, schedule. Brilliant. Us three, you, Indian food. Let's do it. Don't I, don't, I, don't I get a say in this? No, or? mate. We're just making decisions without me, are we? Yep. yep. Just got used to it. I mean, you disappear for a month and a half. We've got, we've got to make these decisions. Yeah. Mm. The ball, you can't stop a ball that's already rolling if the ball is rolling, especially if it's on a hill, the ball, the ball will roll yeah. and you can't stop the ball. Correct. It's lucky I would have her on then, so... we I wouldn't want to stop oh. the ball. <laughs> I wouldn't ask you to. Uh, this is a long one. <laughs> I have to say this I'd ask, I'd ask been... you to, Nate. Just to clarify, I would ask you to. <laughs> I have to say the questions are unvetted this week, guys. Bit of a last minute. Uh, Frankie Funko says, Being from the brave lands over the wall of West Yorkshire in the north of England, I believe mm. fullheartedly... Chips belong with Chinese, <laughs> even to the extent that my go-to order is king prawn chow mein with chips. This shocks many of my Amiri uh, bros, who can't even phantom such a combo. I think uh, you need to fathom. That might fathom, yeah. Uh, such a combo. Where do you stand on the humble double-up carbs, or if the American staple even has a place in the Chinese takeaway experience? I just don't know. Like, do you know what? Sometimes from a Chinese takeaway, I will get. Salt and pepper chicken wings and chips, but I don't really consider that a Chinese takeaway. I'm yep. getting I'm getting a chicken and chips kind of thing. Um, I'm not generally eating chips with a proper Chinese, but you know, each to their own. Now, is the question: Do I like chips with Chinese curry sauce? The answer is yes, yes. I do. Yeah, obviously, it's not the question. Is, though. is the question: Do I do that? The answer is no. Chips and noodles. Chips and noodles. What a fucking weird combination. Double carb. Double carbs. Weird. I want to address two things here. So first and foremost, um, uh, salt and pepper. I think that speaks a lot to the actual... It's, uh, it's about the method of cooking, isn't it? Because it's sort of like a double fried. Yeah, or yeah. a double flash fry. That sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, With yeah. salt and pepper. I've n- never really tried anything like it, but I've heard it's amazing. I've heard... Um, Salt and pepper chips is is, is something mm. I think you find more up north. Yeah, often greasy. Of, often greasy. When done well, astonishing. Generally poor. Just just don't push it. Mm. Interesting. So um, eighties. <laughs> so reference to the eighties rap Correct. to your happiness yeah have <laughs> chips with your chinese if you want don't guys chill out do what makes you happy don't don't say yeah this is already bastardized chinese food this isn't really oh. genuine chinese food is it? so let's start no it's not it's not traditional chinese food is it people will tell why, you that. why are you people. calling all chinese restaurant workers bastards is what i want to know didn't interpretation. 
Read free has said, if you had a fortune cookie, what... Oh, I think I know that is. Uh, what would you like it to say? Hello, Reed. Yeah, okay, right? Um... <clears throat> oh, good I might stick, stick, stick one of those fortune cookies on the barbie for me, would you? <laughs> Fosh on chops. Uh, 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 right. So, uh, go on. My my fortune cookie would say, "Wise man say, never try." <laughs> ne- oh dear. Wise man say, never try to get even. Always try to get odder. Um, I MJ go because even though I sent around the thing to you earlier and said, guys, you might want to start. You might want to think about this. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. It's about two minutes ago. So, uh, my fortune cookie would say, "Brave not is the man who tries and succeeds. Brave is the man who tries, fails, and keeps head high." So, what's Anger? What's the name of your Chinese takeaway? Is it Dagobah? Lucky Dagobah. <laughs> Is that like a Star Wars thing? Correct. Yoda of Dagobah. Mm, mm, brave not. In a man. Hey, homie. Nathan Peterson? proverbial cookie in half. Blood uh, I've, got, I've got nothing, and that probably says everything about my fortune, really. I don't have one. Yeah, and that is what I want. Fine, <laughs> I've been been to a fortune cookie factory, so screw you, uh, Leon Tricker. Favorite and least favorite item on the menu? I think we sort of done. We, have, we I'm not sure we covered least favorite actually. I'm not really a seaweed guy. Oh. Wow, wow. Not really. It's not really. It's not really seaweed. So it's yeah, cabbage in it. Well, it's so spring seaweed, greens, it? so. it's, yeah, crispy, salty. I don't really like the texture. Yeah, not really. Mm. It doesn't really add anything for me. Love it. Love it. Yeah, fine. Love it. Fine. Really salty. Really nice. Don't don't have a gateway to happiness. Mm. Eat eat it. Don't have a gateway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't that, don't that, have that, a gateway to happiness. That is. That, that's what that would be my fortune cookie, probably. Yeah. Don't have a gateway to happiness. <laughs> don't. No, I've got it. I've got it. Don't let the emotions weigh you forward. Wow. And that is a reference that you'll only understand in a few weeks' time. Yeah. Oh. Spoiler alert. Next question. Great reference when it does come out. Um, any menu items you haven't tried but really want to? I have actually made specific uh, put specific focus on this this year, really, uh, in trying different things. Um, like Chicken Bang Bang, tried that. Pretty nice. Um, yeah, a few things like that. Chicken gangbang. <laughs> ch- ch- chicken bang bang. It, uh, it doesn't refer to the spice as you may assume. Uh, it refers to the, how they cook it. They uh, whack it with, with like a mallet, a meat tenderizer, until it's very thin. And then I think they fry it with like a peanut sauce. Interestingly, a, interestingly a gangbang would be full of cock. So, Chui, That's getting hammered. <laughs> Um, you guys? Um, I'll try, uh, try that. I don't, I don't know. No, most stuff on that. I can't be bothered with Chinese takeaway menus. Too much stuff. I'll try that. I'll look for that. Chicken uh, yeah, gambang. I don't, um, I don't think there's anything on a menu that I haven't tried that I would want. So no, I, I, I generally 
yeah, like Stuart said, there's just so much going on with it, and usually there's like tiniest of variations. Um, so yeah, I, there's nothing that I haven't already had that I would want. Actually, salt and pepper squid. Oh, hmm. I'll, I'll I'll try that at some point. Yeah. Leon has also asked a few questions that we've absolutely covered, but the last thing he said is, um, we sort of spoken about it, but what was it, um, have you ever had any amazing Chinese takeaways? What was it that made them special slash better than the standard takeaway? I think it just comes down to, uh, sort of speaks into what Stuart was saying, uh, how he went in the sort of retailer that had all of the prepackaged stuff. I think uniquity, quality and freshness is, is what stands uh, these things away, and I think that's true for most foods, really. Yeah, I like Sorry, time step. I like unique, unique, yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, for me a good Chinese takeaway has to have that uniquity about it, um, and if it's got that, I'm happy. <laughs> you, you fucking jerk! Um, fucking great word. Look, guy, I've said this fucking before. I can't believe you're making me go into it again. I once heard a great comment from a language professor, and be it not me to question that man, but they said that if the meaning of a word is obvious it doesn't matter if it isn't a word because it's you've just made the word and it, it doesn't matter it's language guys deal with it yeah and that would be your fortune cookie <laughs> yeah um yeah i can't think of any specific takeaway experiences where i've been like this is this is the tits um more so than any other uh, I kind of semi remember the first time I went to a, to a Chinese restaurant. I wouldn't even know what a blue t- taste is like. Is that the same one where you got the rat from? <sighs> this is the rat. This is the tits. <laughs> Deep fried, <laughs> sweet and sour tits, <laughs> kung pao tits. <laughs> <laughs> Chits and black bean sauce. <laughs> oh, God. I tried to no sell that, but <laughs> <laughs> just let him just let him run with it. I think, it, yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, there's no, there's no other uh, there's no other experiences that shine out more than most. Any others? Nah, I can't, do you know what? I can't. I... I don't think I've ever had a, a massively memorable Chinese. I remember once getting a Chinese takeaway that was so big there was enough food for two days. That was pretty memorable, mm. but I c- can't speak for the quality. Um, a Chinese from when I was a child. Um, there was a Chinese takeaway that my parents used to get Chinese from. That did, did, On the menu, it was called grilled fried chicken with garlic, um, and it was lovely. Um, a nice dry Chinese dish. Um but no, I can't. I can't think of any specifics. Oh, I will say, feel free to scratch yourself, Michael. <laughs> As a final thought, I just I would feel bad not mentioning that my favourite uh, take Chinese takeaway in Ellsbury is called Sun Sun. I just want to say that I wouldn't feel right. Sorry, carry on, mate. No, I was just, I was just going to say uh, another dining experience of of, of mine was a, a restaurant in East Coast, which I actually think is gone now, sadly, uh, called Eat Wells, and it was it was a it was like a buffet, but it was uh, you eat just ordered it. As much as you can. Yeah, eat as much as you can. Um, but no, you you would order it. So rather than going up and getting it, you could literally have as much as you wanted for seventeen pound a head or whatever it was. But um, everything was freshly cooked, which is quite nice. Better than having to go up and 
CL station that's got sauce everywhere because people are animals and can't do things right. But uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. So that is that the end of the uh, social media. Yeah, it's a really really busy one this month. We had uh, more questions than I think we've ever had before. Lots of likes mm. as well. So just like to thank the viewers for that. Thank you very much. In order to grow the Food Review UK podcast, we'd like to ask all our listeners and subscribers to drop us a review on their chosen podcast application. With your help, we can grow the podcast to such an extent that we have no need for the Food Review UK YouTube channel and its owner, Michael Jameson. There is a little favour that we'd like to ask of you. Just head on over to iTunes and leave us a positive review. 1,000 five-star reviews and MJ dies! Hurrah! Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, obviously in, in a couple of weeks' time we will uh, be giving you another opportunity to have your say. Before we do a, an outro, before we sign off, guys, just want to do a little shout-out. We haven't done this for a while. Patreon, we have a new uh, subscriber. I think actually he, he started subscribing uh, a while ago and we seem to have missed him unfortunately Paul Dunn thank you very much to Mr Dunn he's only gone and done it uh, various, various other Dunn puns hey thank you. Thank that you segues nicely onto the confirmation that I posted the latest piece of Patreon exclusive content today uh, we do a series best before which is old sort of vintage reviews that we've not uploaded before this one's from 2015 and it's a vanilla cotton candy and uh, it's, it's, it honestly it looks like the origin of when I started to lose my mind uh, it's about five minutes long and I just I go absolutely <laughs> mental in it I'm stunned that that was 2015 if that's the case if I'm honest like only three years ago that you lost your mind yeah I think it's one of the earlier points that you can trace it that I'm really starting to, to lose the plot a bit which is weird because we've commented on some early videos which I think possibly show some sort of signs mm. crackback for example mm. <laughs> crackback all on the floor <laughs> anybody got anything else are we done with this? Are we done with this shit? Let them go, Nate. Let them go. They've been in. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm asking you questions, and all I'm getting are nodded heads and blanks. <laughs> I've forgotten. It's been so long since we've done a podcast together. I've forgotten how this worked. Like, yeah, please, please do remember when I ask questions, we need an audible response to make this even remotely uh, entertaining. Well, thank you guys. Um, that's our show. Thank you to Stuart and MJ for sharing this delicious meal of discussion. You truly are the sweet and sour to my balls uh, and also to the listeners thank you for joining us we hope this satisfies you and doesn't leave you wanting another podcast in half an hour and uh, we'll be back in two weeks with the return of Alex and Sierra uh, American extraordinaire but in the meantime Charles see you later that's Charles see you yeah Charles see you later yeah MSG you later bye <laughs> bow 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 bow, bow. Bow bow. I'm bowing out. Bow 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 it has been really nice to speak to you. Oh.
Use your noodle. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, uh, it's chicken. <laughs>